Well, hello there, and welcome to another episode of Scouting 5, recapping scouting news from around the world for the week of February 5th, 2018. Scouts from all over the state of Texas gathered in downtown Austin this past Saturday at the 69th annual Boy Scout Parade and report to the state of Texas to celebrate the anniversary of scouting in the state and in the United States. Meanwhile, 15 scouts from around the Muncie, Indiana area had the opportunity to shadow local government officials ranging from the fire and police departments to Mayor Dennis Tyler's office as part of the Scouts in Government Day event. The day began with scouts drawing names out of a hat to determine who would shadow which city official, and scouts were then able to see the ins and outs of what it takes to run a city government. They even had an opportunity to earn merit badges for their efforts in such areas as emergency preparedness and citizenship in the community. Boy Scout Troop 100 will host a crab feed from 6 to 9 p.m. on Saturday to raise money for their summer camp. The dinner includes crab, bread, salad, and pasta. There will be a silent auction, a dessert auction, and other events. This will all take place at the Fairfield Community Center at 1000 Kentucky Street in Fairfield, California, again this coming Saturday. Robert E. Berge, the Volunteer District Commissioner, for the Robert E. Hadley District in Clinton County, recently received the BSA Silver Beaver Reward. As district commissioner, he's responsible for unit service to Cub Scouts, Boy Scouts, and Venture Scouts. The Silver Beaver, by the way, is the highest national scouting award that the BSA uh, has, can be bestowed by a local Boy Scout Council on an adult to recognize either outstanding service in scouting of an exceptional nature or for an extended period of time. Members of 13 different scouting units in the Sequoia Council's Overmountain District, which includes uh, Bristol, Virginia and the surrounding area, kicked off a continuous campfire over the weekend. The idea is that the campfire will run for a week and there will basically be someone out there minding it 24 hours a day. Lots of different scouting units will have their meetings out by the fire or perhaps a meal and different people of course stay to watch the fire. As the fire burns, a large surplus military tent and numerous flags and a fire pit will remain in the parking lot, which will be near a major intersection in Bristol. And over the weekend, the scouts used the campfire to hold a traditional flag retirement ceremony where they began to properly burn some of the various hundreds of flags which the district has received this past year. Local residents and businesses gave the scouts torn and faded American flags, state flags, Christian flags, and others to be properly retired. La Jolla, California Girl Scout Troop 4353, uh, along uh, so several different brownies from this troop, including Allison Whitco, Camille and Celeste Peters, and Kaylee Wang, along with NCL Seaside members Anna and Natalie Whitco, asked the board of the La Jolla Recreation Center if they could paint two checker and chess boards onto one of the cement tables between the playground and the tennis courts at the rec center. And then they also asked if they could add go and backgammon boards on another table in the same area. They would provide the labor, the materials, and financing to complete all of this work. It would be done as a service project for the Brownie Troop. And evidently, this was approved. For games like Go or Checkers, they intend to paint flat stones in contrasting colors or with a color and design on one side and then a different color design on the other side such as ladybugs and bumblebees. The backgammon set would be a combination of purchased and handmade pieces and they also want to do a couple of sets of checker pieces and purchase a set of chess pieces. Girl Scouts in the Northwestern Great Lakes and the Michigan Iron in, uh, Michigan region 
teamed up with the Michigan Iron Industry Museum to offer a day of snowshoeing. They called it the Thin Mint Snowshoe Shuffle because it is Girl Scout cookie season right now. Girl Scout members, along with their families and others in the community, were able to snowshoe along trails surrounding the museum, and each group was led by a historian who, you know, showed them around. The, Utah, the Girl Scouts of Utah have a new web-based cookie sale system launching statewide this year. Girl Scouts of Utah CEO Janet Fraser said the new website program has been in development for a few years and was successfully piloted in the St. George area last year. The digital sales tool is now available to all 8,000 Utah Girl Scouts. Finally, a couple of camps held in and around the Alberta area this last weekend. Scouts braved minus 40 degrees Celsius with wind chill weather at the Mad Trapper Camporee, which is an annual winter challenge camp open to Northern Lights and Chinook Council troops. It's held at Camp Mascapatoon on the northwest corner of Pigeon Lake. Scouts participate in outdoor challenges on Saturday, primarily, that are organized and run by scouters and other venturers. And Cub Scouts had an opportunity to take part in an event called Funorama, which is held in Wainwright, Alberta, again braving the winter temperatures. I was there, and there will be an episode about Funorama a little later this month. Thank you for listening, and until next week, be prepared. <laughs>